0: I mean they walked hand in hand with Jesus and they did everything the way they did all the way up to death. There's obviously some unfinished business that we have to pick up the slack on.
1: Please pull up a chair and sit on your knees. We still have have a story to tell you that we are still learning about. (laughs) Nothing's changed. Welcome to Talk the Walk. My name is Henry Moses. I'm Jared Moreland.
2: I'm Gabriel Moses, and we are super happy to be here, and we thank you all for joining us wherever you might be.
1: You got to go with the (laughs) flow, boys. Go with the flow. You just got to go with the flow.
2: I like going against the grain.
1: That's how you end up stuck in in the, the birth canal.
2: Mm-hmm. They don't know what that means.
1: Yeah, but I do, and you do. I do. It's a story from earlier. That tell
0: me more. To
1: <laughs> <laughs> too, too sad to talk about.
0: Oh, Some
2: sad story that Jenny, our sister, told us about, and it didn't end well. Oh, it was whole, she
0: sat
1: there at, at lunch. At our birthday lunch.
2: Henry's birthday lunch. Twenty people sitting at the table, and she decides
1: to tell Everybody's us a, a good, sad ending story.
0: Horrible. By the way, happy birthday. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Happy birthday.
1: Thank you. I guess that's what you get when you come through a birth canal is a birthday. You get a that's birthday. That's what you get. Yeah. So it kind of plays into You've it. been birthed. Yep. Yeah. 48 years ago. You know, we come were on. talking
0: a minute ago. What's kind of cool about your birthday is it's just, you know, halfway, not quite halfway through, through January. So yeah. you can tank your New Year's resolution and be like, I was just kidding. I was going to start over. On my, I was going to start right. over my
1: birthday. Yeah. 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 Because you were talking <laughs> about, you know, I think the resolutions are best to start on birthdays and uh i was like well, well you know it doesn't really make a difference for me they're both at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. but i can get a couple weeks in get 12 days in and be like oh that didn't work i'll just reset we're all about second <laughs> chances that's a reset button yep. that's right yep second chance to be born again
0: so how old are you
1: i'm 147. you are right now that's right. What you going to be, brother? 48. <laughs> You're going to be 48. He said, how old are you?
0: He, he did. He asked, how old are you?
1: Oh, okay. Well, in that case, Jared. I'm 47.
0: Well, technically. I know. I'm speaking as this was Monday. Oh. <laughs> oh. Well,
1: if that's the case, I'll have already been
0: 48. Ooh. Yeah.
1: For like over a week. True. By the time it comes out. So, you know. Jared wins time stamping the daylights out of it here
0: i wasn't <laughs> you did
1: not kind of kind of and kind of not because nobody knows what actually today is what, what are we referencing here right? yeah yeah
0: well they can just guess but tomorrow is your birthday whenever tomorrow is That's yes right.
1: i can tell you it's not the fifth and it's not the 25th <laughs> there
0: you go and it's not the 15th
1: because people are going to automatically think oh it must be the 15th no it's not the 15th either now Jared and I are
0: trying to do the math. What no, is Monday? Okay. So my whole, uh so I guess I have a question for you is, you know, 48 years old. I, I remember my 20s. I remember my 30s. I remember my 40s. But something happened other than you start feeling a little older at 40. But I feel like because I'm 49, I'll be 50 this year. And I feel like. The greatest advancement of my maturity has happened in my 40s. For sure. No question. Uh, yes. yeah. I don't know why that is. Uh I've thoroughly enjoyed my 40s. And but, so that's what I would ask you is at 48, how impactful has the last 8 years been? Even the last year or two years or
1: uh the last 8 years? Yeah, I mean it's you know, I think I've talked on it uh, here a little bit a time or two, but Yeah, I mean, the 20s are the worst decade of my life. Like my childhood, yeah, there's some hardships, but man, I love my childhood. But the 20s, late teens, into the 20s, all the way through the 20s, horrible. Horrible. Lucky I survived. Blessed I survived. And then idiotic decisions and all that. Then, 30s, good job, good career, and just. Not close with the Lord, you know, not knowing what I should be. Meh. Them forties, man, has it been perfect? No, not even close. But I mean, my desire, you know, you, you get past that midlife crisis thing. And mine didn't last too long on that. But it is weird knowing I'll probably have more time behind me than I do in front of me.
0: I do remember your midlife because at one time I think you owned three motorcycles.
1: Yeah, but that wasn't midlife. That was just finally being able to afford. Oh, okay, okay. That was called fun to spend money. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay. Was called not
1: being poor. I I had two and two four wheelers. Thank you very much. Okay. (laughs) And so, (laughs) uh, but but I had one bike for around town and one for hitting the highway. Yeah. Those are two different bikes. And so anyway, uh, now I have none. So I've grown up even more. But. So, th- uh, so those
2: with a bike haven't quite grown up yet.
1: Yes, and there <laughs> may not be any hope for them, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. especially if it's mild. But you got to keep my old bunk on the. Oh, thing. I ain't that's, never selling. That's that. bad at the moment. <clears throat> the bike stays. Yeah. The bike stays. Yes, but no, and the only reason I sold mine is because I was sad, I just was busy doing this, busy doing that, not, they were, never they were sitting all the time. I thought I just somebody needs to be riding those things. They were sweet, yep. sweet bikes and. So I sold them and I may get another one one day, but, uh, so yeah, you just, you you get in the forties, you get past that midlife stuff. And if you have a relationship with the Lord, and I don't know how it works if you don't have a relationship with the Lord, but if you have a relationship with the Lord, you start realizing just how, you know, you know, that's the song. Turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his glorious face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace.
0: Mm, amen.
1: And that's what happens, and or that's what happened to me in the 40s. Yeah. And continues to happen. And I hope just continue. I hope that the things of earth continue to get even more dim and that Christ just gets more and more bright with every day that goes by and uh, and that I become more of a servant and less about myself and and that's his thats his faithfulness. Amen. You know, that's, that's his faithfulness. Awesome. So I would say 40s have been pretty wonderful. That's all. Awesome. And it's had his hard
0: times, but pretty wonderful. Well, happy birthday. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. I'm glad we get to celebrate you.
1: So we were talking a little bit about right before we started, and then we decided we should have been talking about this on air. But I want to bring it up while we're on air yeah. before, we, before we dive into the topic. And, and it's a tale of two cats. So you were kind of talking about Mr. Cat Williams. Yeah. And I doubt very seriously that anybody that's listening to this doesn't know as soon as we say that name. We're, he, we're, he's we're, pretty right. hot in the news right oh, now. Oh, it's pretty hot. Name dropping. News.
0: And he's made a comment about, you know, he's referenced, you know, you're either on God's side or you're not. and we're on the other side. You're know, either on
1: God's side or you're on the other side. and And... We know what happens to the other side or something like that. And, yeah. and I've
0: had some people in my circle. Now, the Scripture clearly states that God judges on the condition of the heart, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not on the outward. uh But just going off fruits, I'm not one to say who's a Christian and who's not, but the fruits of this yeah. cat's well, life is just not great. Christ, and I've Christ had,
1: said if you say you're of me, but do not do the things that I ask you to do, you're a liar and the truth is not in you. Yeah. You know? And so there's a lot of people that say that, but when, when you see their fruits and nobody's perfect, but you can tell them fruit, you go read Hebrews 10, it talks about if you're not committed to doing away with sin and to be, be completely purged of it, that that you're not,
0: you're not, you're not of the Lord. You know, I was thinking if you're really struggling, like justifying sin and, You really want to be a Christian, but you really aren't all in. And then you can hear a statement like that by Cat Williams. I've heard someone, I'm thankful I don't even remember who it is, say, man, I didn't know Cat Williams was a Christian. And I was like, (laughs) well, that's what Uh, I thought.
1: That was my first thought. I I didn't know that either. I don't know anything about him. You know, I thought, oh, that's interesting. My first thought when he made that statement, I thought, oh, interesting.
0: And then go ahead. Then you go pull up some of his stand-up, even post that and he he loves to use the word gd all the time and i'm just like man and so we were talking and i was like yeah and you're like but there's this other cat
1: (laughs) yeah and it was interesting that both because how many people are named cat but but cat von d you know the uh Tattoo artist, LA Inc., I think yeah. was it? been on television, yep. Uh, yep. Magazine covers, satanic tattoos on her, and I was, I think she had a Bay a Met mm-hmm. tattoo on mm-hmm. her, that mm-hmm. that demon, mm-hmm. and she didn't just have them covered up; like she went and had them removed off her body. She came to the Lord, and uh, and I mean, you're talking about a transformation, yes. That she just repented of her sins, went and had these satanic tattoos removed, went and got baptized in the river and serves in her church on the choir with a bunch of old people. Very cool, but it, but it is it is interesting. You know, like you said, people are always quick to, no, oh, you know, Kanye West. Remember he came out with that album, but, but his fruit since then, whoa. Right. You know. Weirdo. Just something ain't right. <laughs> something ain't right and uh and uh but you can tell now nobody's gonna ever be perfect right it's never gonna happen that's not what it's about it's crazy to me i just got done reading through the king david story mm-hmm. in second uh second samuel i think first and part of first so that samuel and second samuel uh and and his i mean that dude boy he he made some mistakes
0: while he was after God's heart,
1: while he was after God's heart, but man, he was always for God first. Yeah, and when he would be called to the mat by a prophet or something, he'd be he'd repent and he'd be you know, and that and he'd get back to God and he'd be sick to his stomach, but he would always rejoice in the Lord. Isn't that the hard part? Of, isn't that the hard part? Of, like as a
2: Christian, I've heard so many different things about. People that said they were a Christian but they didn't do Christian things, things that showed that they loved God and were submitted. And then you've heard of you know some people in the Bible says will get into heaven with the flame on their garment wow. on the hem of the their, hem their garment. of the hem yeah. of their garment. And you're like, I've sat around sometimes and wondered, which like am I like a hem of a garment guy? Like, how clean am I? Like, how good yeah. am I? And it is such a weird thought to sit and wonder, which one am I? And I'm like, I'm saved by his grace. I know that. But then you hear that and you're like, mm-hmm. I'm not very good of a person sometimes. I mess
1: up.
0: Yeah. 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 And and I think some of that, you know, the enemy wants to always throw that in your face too. Sure. Uh, yeah. I think of. Back thinking of Kat Von D, is you know, she got a lot of criticism, even from Christians. Like, why did she have to televise her baptism? And her response was, and I'm probably paraphrasing this, it's not an exact quote, but she says, I did so much oh wrong in the public's exact, eye right answer, that right I answer. want the public to see, yes, what well, I'm what I'm is doing.
1: baptism? God glorified, what are we supposed to do? It's man? professing Him before in front others. Of others, that's yes. right, yeah, so what better way than in front of a camera in front of me? I don't have a problem whatsoever. I'm going to proclaim the glory of God yes. and my sin nature in front of everybody that I've been set free. Good for you. You yeah. know, Now I get it. Like the, you know, people that go and do acts of service and bring cameras with them. Okay. Yeah. That's a little, where, where are we trying to shine the glory at? But what she was saying and what you're saying in baptism is I'm dying to myself and I am giving it all to the glory of God. You know, and every oh, yeah. person's
0: walk is is different, and how they get there. I'm thinking of another celebrity that, you know, made several attempts. But I think when they fall out of the limelight, that's when you know that they're really working on something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and man, if I'm behind on current times on this one, I'll accept a, a rebuke. Okay, but I'm thinking of Justin yeah. Bieber because he yeah. started out growing up a Christian, and it was kind of a big deal. And then yeah. you know his life, he went kind of weird off right? yeah and uh, but you know he's been pretty active and participating in church and leading worship and he's not doing his big concerts and you don't hear much about him anymore mm-hmm. other than him you know working on his walk with the Lord and and so I just think it's cool to see that there is a move of God through Hollywood and through the entertainment industry. That is rocking their world. Yeah. Just look at Hulk Hogan. I mean, that was the most recent this week. I'm gonna look uh, that up. I haven't, yeah, he, I haven't seen that either. He got baptized and said he's it's just been freeing for him. I wanna so,
2: know. Did they, you know, did they bring Andre the Giant back to baptize him?
0: Who could baptize Hulk Hogan? That dude's huge. Oh, I know. And you know, when he was on an interview, <laughs> yeah. he was on <laughs> I mean, a, he was memories. on an interview and uh he even talked about, you know where he was going to church and the person interviewing him said, dude, you're still a celebrity. You don't want people knowing where you're at. He said, Yeah, I want them to come to church. I've led them to the wrong place all this time. Yep. Yeah, come on down. Yep. So anyway, pretty cool to just see a move of God through the entertainment industry. Well you it's, gotta uh,
2: imagine how empty that that industry is. How devoid of God, it is.
0: Well, there's such a, you know, Pure Flix and Angel Studios and all that, you know, they're like harvesting all these great actors that are coming yeah. out saying like, man, you will get blackballed in Hollywood for standing for Jesus. But oh, yeah. there's this venue of clean movies that's getting more popular yeah. and it's gaining steam and these great actors have a platform to still do what they do wow. and they're not doing it for the money. They they're doing it for the Lord. And I think it's cool to see all that. Well,
1: It's just interesting to see the, the, uh, the change that takes place in a person's life. I mean, in America, how many, I mean, how many people are there that profess the Lord? I mean, it's crazy, right? Oh, it's e- Even nowadays, it's still large percentage by far the majority, but, you know, when it gets down to it, you're like, really? You know, I mean, you have to, you have to wonder like, you don't like Gabe was saying a little bit ago. You you don't want to be that person with the flames lapping at the hem of your garment, like just barely skating in. If you even skate in at all, um, you want to be the person that let your light shine before men. That's truly rebirthed and born again and wants to die to yourself on a consistent basis. And it's, Seems to me it's kind of rare that you see it. The Bible says the road to heaven, the path is narrow, right? But the Mm -hmm. the the road to hell is wide. Yeah, and um, so clearly most people aren't going to go. I mean, that's just the fact of nature. But most people, you don't. It's about a lot more than just saying I'm a Christian. You know, it's about what do your works testify to that truth. You know, and uh, just when you see someone like Kat Von D, and I don't really know all the rest, and I'm not gonna say who saved or, or not saved. That's between them and God. <clears throat> but I will say, uh, bro, your fruits don't show it. And Jesus said, if if your fruits don't show it, you're not of Him. You're a liar. You know, and Jesus can say it. You know, and, and that and you. But you see somebody that's made new, and it's like this load has been lifted off, you know, bringing, bringing back up Kat Von D. Yeah. Her shoulders. Now we'll see as time goes on. And I, and I hope, but, but you know, you talk about needing prayer. Sounds like she is getting prayer and support. Yeah. Being involved in the church, having people that help her be accountable. And yeah, it's just a, it's just a man, a change and understanding that the values of the world and the opinions of the world just don't matter. Well, that's a weight off the shoulders,
0: man. You know? We must be doing something right as the body of Christ because I've never seen the name of Jesus and Christians under so much attack, especially in America, as I've ever seen in my life. So we must be doing something right because there is such an attack on Christianity right now. Yeah. And we just got to press on and press through. Yeah. Yeah. We have a lot of work to do still.
1: Yeah. Uh, what an opportunity because it pushes us to be better. hmm You know, pushes us to take steps you know we don't grow without pressure we don't so, i don't think know. it's
2: interesting i'm like how come how come it's so easy to be loud and sin but these days it's easy i should say because i guess thinking back 100 years ago and all the time before that doing sinful things was not so easy to do mm. but these days it's easy to be loud and sin and not easy to be loud in jesus It's not natural, I should say. You see people sinning naturally, very naturally. But Christians ministering and witnessing to strangers, you don't see it so naturally.
1: It doesn't seem to be done as naturally as sinning. Well, you can go to jail just for praying in front of a Planned Parenthood, quietly to
0: yourself. Yeah, that recently happened.
1: Yeah, that recently happened. Goodness, She was praying to herself. I know it was in Canada, but... That ain't too far from here, you know. Canada, I mean, it's our well, neighbor. They're off the extreme, deep, they're off I, the deep end, but that, but it is. But it, still, it trickles this way, you know. I free, mean,
0: but they have free health care. Oh, well, that's yeah, all that
1: matters, and that's all that—that's matters. what matters. <laughs> that's, that's what's like important. Going to jail for praying in front of a you know a, why a to herself. You know why, Jared? The free health care.
2: They know. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna send you to hell, so we'll keep you alive as long as possible, that's so right. you don't have to go to hell.
0: Well. I think right. when, as Christians, if we know we can go to jail for play, yeah. praying in a parking lot or on the sidewalk of Planned Parenthood, I know what Paul would say. Let's go pray.
2: Let's go yeah. pray. Yeah. Let's
0: go pray. He wasn't afraid of going to jail. I've no.
2: heard of churches doing that. They're like, we will speak the name of Jesus and teach about him. No yeah. matter what, you
1: try to shut our church down or yeah. put us
2: in jail. Well, in
1: California, I mean, here in the United States during COVID and all that, and they were allowing concerts and, uh, you know, yeah. all the rioting and protests. And but all no stuff. church. But no church. No church. And, and. uh well, I was going to say Paul McCarthy's church. It's not Paul McCarthy's <laughs> John MacArthur's church. Yeah, he had don't have really. a church. No, Paul McCarthy <laughs> ain't got no church. I don't think he does. But John MacArthur's church, <laughs> it was, that ain't going to work, is it?
0: <laughs> That's funny. John I MacArthur's church, though,
1: man, they had to do battle. They had to yeah. go to court and all this stuff to, to sue the state and, and mm-hmm. really come. They won. They yeah, won, they did it. a documentary on it and everything. Um, but it's the nature of the world we live in. But so what, what satanic. Are, oh, it's satanic. So satanic all around. You know, you, you talking about? It's very easy to profess sin. In fact, people rev, revel in it and are encouraged to do it openly by the government. You know, the government puts the pride rainbow on the White House and does all this kind of stuff. Encourages the rioting and the yeah. looting and all this craziness. Um. But Christianity, if we... Well, it's a top-down thing, always. Say the wrong if thing, it's an yeah. administration,
2: if yeah. it's a company, if it's a household, yeah. top-down, the leader is the one that the people follow.
1: But it is an opportunity. Period. I mean, it really is an opportunity for growth. Mm-hmm. Because you talk about, I mean, you talk about the wheat set being separated from the chaff. Well, that's what's going to happen in times like this. If you're not tied with the Lord, you're going to walk away. Like, oh, man, it's not worth going through that. You know, they talk about the disciples. Everybody, oh, how do we know they weren't just making up a story? Well, they gave their lives for it. Exactly. You know, people aren't trying to give their lives up for a lie.
0: Yeah, I, because when you you, know. you think even as kids, when you'd band up as homeboys and go get in trouble, when the rubber met the road and everybody got caught, <laughs> people started squealing and changing <laughs> yeah. their stories and backing out. Yep. Yeah, that's right. But that's a good point. The disciples, they all died. For, for Jesus, for what they so if it was a fake or a the fraud, truth. they wouldn't have tarried they wouldn't have tarried that rubber. Never mind. They'd never have folded.
1: Yeah. I yeah. was just playing. And they didn't just get it wasn't a bullet to the head. It wasn't an ejection of the needle. You know, it was you know crucified upside down, boiled, boiled in, in oil. oil.
2: That's the one that always you gets know, me yes. boiled in oil. He didn't even Eesh. buy.
1: That stranded to the island of Patmos Eesh. after that. Eesh. You know, I mean just So if you think
0: about what they went through and what, I mean, they walked hand in hand with Jesus and they did everything the way they did all the way up to death. There's obviously some unfinished business that we have to pick up the slack on.
1: Yeah, I knew Jared was going to try to transition it. That was a good one. That's a good transition. That was a good one. Well done, sir. I'm going to be out of a job. (laughs)
0: I mean, I'm not trying to take nobody's job, but I was like, man, that was a pretty slick decision. You saw the opportunity. Uh, It was just right there. And you seized it. Uh, on that note <laughs> It was supposed to be smoother than that but thanks for calling me. Up. Yeah. We needed to laugh a little. No, we got impressed. a little heavy
1: there. I was trying not to laugh cuz I knew as soon as he started even started saying that I was like I think he's going to try to transition right. Here. <laughs> it's all the same way. Mm-hmm. Good I transition. I'm not the best at transitioning. I just kind of dive into it. Okay, what are we going to do well, this and that. <laughs> so, yes. Now that I've ruined your transition. Uh, but well done. Uh-huh. <laughs> The uh, so so Jared sent a TikTok, which I've shared my thoughts on TikTok. I won't get on the podium today, <laughs> uh, but he shared a TikTok with us, and and uh, the old boy was you know had this the Christian music playing in the
0: background. Oh yeah, while
1: he talked, <laughs> super guys. well produced. Oh yeah, but anyway, but he was but he was talking about he's like you know talking about Jesus when he would was sitting in these large crowds and healing people and ministering to people. And at a certain point he would be done and he would get up to leave. And, you know, you know, he didn't get to every single person. The odds are he didn't get, I mean, I can't say, you know, for sure, but the odds are he didn't get to every single person. You're talking about 5,000, 10,000 people mm-hmm. uh, that um, some people are sitting there. Well, I, I didn't get my healing or I didn't get my need met or whatever the case may be. And this guy was talking about, you know, that kind of falls to the rest of us. That kind of falls to um, some of us may start works, but not get the opportunity to finish it. And some of us may get the opportunity to finish it, and we don't have anything to do with the start of it. But it's really a matter of being available and being willing. And I was thinking about that, and I was thinking about that book that I've brought up a few times on here, Um, about uh, Rosaria Butterfield. And one of the things that she talks about on there is, and I've kind of felt convicted on it. Um, And Gabe, I think you're pretty good at this kind of stuff, I think. Um, But being willing to sacrificially love your brothers and your sisters to put in the time to go meet with people when they need it. And that's hard. Uh, You know, I don't think there's a more a uh, uh, valuable asset than time right than our time um so it's hard especially if you have families and kids and all this kind of stuff it's hard to take that time heck I'm a single dude that lives by myself and yeah, man I'm all I feel like I'm always going um but there are times that we we ask for these opportunities to love on people but then whenever they come, are we actually taking them you know are we taking are we are we taking up where Jesus left off?
0: That's so you know? good that's I mean that's really good the way you put that is but I think if you think about your life and my life, you talked about your twenties, your thirties, your forties, someone was there in your twenties starting a work in your life mm-hmm. and someone took the baton through your thirties and through your forties. I mean, I think about my life of all the people. I can't think of one person that's walked through the entire journey of my growing in the Lord, not one singular person. You've been a part of that, Gabe. You've been a part of that, Hank. There's other friends and pastors and things like that. Oh, yeah. And then we even put so much onus on a pastor on what they should be doing for the congregation. Again, they're just a part of the process. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We have work that we have to do.
1: Well, you know, I think that's one of the problems with our generation today. On that note, putting all the weight on our pastors and our children, our pastors, our pastors and our children's ministries and that, to raise our children. Rather than taking about uh, Gabe and Jenny and I were talking about it recently, but rather than taking the time to invest into our children, to raise them, uh, basically... We're the insurance that's supposed to fully cover our children, and the church is the supplemental insurance. That ain't their job.
0: That's a good way to put that. I've never heard that.
1: raise our children all that. You love analogies. I do. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, If you count on the supplemental insurance to cover everything, you're you're in trouble. Right. You're in trouble. I saw
2: a TikTok the other day, and I love these motivational ones about how to do better in life and stuff like that. Mm. It wasn't biblical, but... Pretty, I liked what it said, and it just said the number one thing, and according to this guy, uh, that led to success was accepting responsibility for everything. In your life, don't blame
0: somebody. Was that Jocko Willink you were listening to? I don't know. He's big on extreme ownership, like even down to... If I have an employee that shows that's a up real like, person. Yes, Chaco Lee. Lee. Yeah, he's one of the greatest. <laughs> he's one of the greatest SEAL commanders ever. Oh, okay. And then Leif Babin and them do a deal called Extreme Ownership, dichotomy of leadership. Then they have another guy, Dave, the greatest. He was when you see the show Top Gun. This was the guy. He, the original he Top Gun. He had, yeah. No, he's just the best fighter pilot ever. ever. Anyway, oh, but they cool. they have this great leadership curriculum mm-hmm. called Echelon Front. But they talk big about, so if you have an employee working for you and they show up late, yeah. it's on you. You're the leader. Have you explained the importance of why, other than you just need to be to work on time? Like, he's real big on extreme ownership as a leader.
2: I
1: like that. That's cool.
0: It's it is. Cool. It is. That's the whole the whole theme of the idea is. Don't blame somebody
2: else. Don't be blaming our grandpa, Henry. He he had a, a, a little expression he used a lot. Don't complain. Don't explain. You know? Don't complain. Don't explain. And he picked that up in the military. Mm. These people have got all these explanations about why something went wrong. Nope, let's not hear that. And no complaining. Accept the responsibility for what you did and do better next time.
0: Do you think uh, when the people were in line waiting for Jesus, because we know that they wanted to be healed, ministered to, I think anybody wanted his autograph.
1: Jeez. <laughs> <That's, laughs> there goes the rail. <laughs> Go, <laughs> Goodness gracious, Jared, dude.
2: Uh,
1: I'm just going to go ahead and let y'all finish it. My one. brain
2: scrambled so hard on that. I was
1: like,
0: uh. I started thinking. Officially
1: all off the, the rails. Gosh.
0: We can get it back. I, yeah.
1: I, I, I feel like we could finish the show on that. <laughs> <laughs> we could spend the next 30 minutes
0: evading that because now There's I'm, pl- I'm curious, having
2: so lots I'm like, of let's continue on I
1: think yeah
0: well it <laughs> makes you wonder what was everyone waiting in line for healing you healing big nerd and, and
1: it's preaching and they want to be healed truth, right
2: I'm know. pretty sure they wanted healing right yeah <laughs> they did I'm just oh, like tell me you knew that. that's just my weird mind sorry do <laughs> you think they wanted, this? you know but somebody who it doesn't matter what time of history somebody that can do that it can, would blow your mind. You're like, I want to see him.
0: Can you think of a time in your life where you know you were picking up where somebody left off? Ooh,
1: that's a good question. Yeah. Well, I can think of a time right now. Okay. Tomorrow morning that, uh, uh, and this is, this is kind of, you know, I yeah, I wasn't going to bring it up and I'm not going to you know mention who it is or anything, but, um, I have a buddy that, that, uh, that I met, um, probably just over a year ago. And, uh, you know, he was a a pretty new Christian at the time. So he still would be then. And, um, and this other guy that was kind of a mentor to him, older gentleman came up to me and said, you know, I appreciate that you're pouring into this young man. Um, you know, he needs it and he needs the, the support in his walk and so on and so forth. Uh, and this dude's a, this young guy's a heck of a dude. Um, but he came straight from being a straight atheist, you know, and all his life. And, and, uh, anyway, so he told me, told me recently, um, you know, I'm struggling with my walk of the Lord and don't have a desire really to do anything about it. And, uh, I thought instantly, we got to sit down and talk. This isn't a talking on the phone thing. This isn't a this and that. We need to have a cup of coffee conversation. So we're meeting in the morning, you know, for coffee and, and, uh, and it is, man, I've got a lot of stuff I was planning on doing in the morning before we have our birthday celebration at 11 and all that. Um, and I just thought, yeah, I thought about that Rosaria Butterfield and she talked about how different Christians from her new church would sit with her and sacrificially and spend this time with her, helping her to grow in her faith. And, and every time it would be someone new that poured into her, she would again mention how they did so sacrificially. It wasn't just this quick. Yeah. I can talk to you for about 15, 20 minutes they would take time in their evening or time in their morning to sit and meet, to sit and do these things. And so I do think, you know, so, somebody else started this, Help, helped this young man to get on the, the path with the Lord. Um, but now here I am with the opportunity to, to love on him and help, to, help him to grow and help him to not fall by the wayside. He, he's straight
0: up bringing it up, you know. Yeah,
1: and, uh, and and it's that hard. Is, that you is know, a
0: cry. I mean, if there's a more, if there, there's not probably a more blatant cry for help right there, right? And if you thank, praise God that you're just making yourself available. Like, man, I'm gonna be praying for your meeting. Please
1: be praying. Yeah, please be praying. And anybody that's listening to this, pray for this young man. Which I'm not bringing that up to, by any means, bring it bring up what I'm what I'm going to be doing, but but I do think um,
0: you are picking up. Uh, yes, you're I trying to help finish a work.
1: Picking up, right? And it's it's easy to just say I'm going to pray for you. I mean, that's just the easy way. And even if you do pray, yes, pray what the Bible talks about, not just saying you're going to pray, but actually helping.
2: You know, you know what this reminds me of, huh? So the other night, New Year's Eve, you know, that was a few weeks ago, but our kids, we, we told them if you, they all wanted to stay up all night. And as we said, if you stay up all night till the sun comes up, then we will take you all to Saltgrass and you can order whatever you want on the menu. <laughs> and um, so I was like, you know, Carrie and I talked about it a lot. more like, which kid do you think is going to make it? any of them? Some of them, whatever. It,
0: so it was an all or nothing deal, though.
2: Our, you know, if you make it. Yeah, you gotta wake up and be awake until the sun is fully showing. And uh, you know it was fun. I woke up at, what, it was 5:30 in the morning at one point. I walked out into the living room and I saw six sets of eyeballs looking at me. I was like, oh my gosh're gonna make <laughs> oh my gosh, they're gonna make it. And so anyway, they uh, all of them but one made it because he was sick. And but just he and he made it till six o'clock with the flu. And and they all did this because they all were able to make it. They've all tried this over the years and nobody's ever made it past like three in the morning. But they all worked together. They would slap each other in the face a little bit. They played games. They did charades. They dress. They did costume shows and all, they just kept saying, no, wake up, wake up. And they, they helped each other by any means necessary. They would shake each other and make each other walk around. Yeah. And, um, so they, they all made it. And, um, I, I, I couldn't believe that it was possible for that to happen. No one had ever made it past three in the morning. <laughs> and they, they did it by helping each other. Mm-hmm. And as this idea of picking up. You know, the body of Christ, as you say, some of us are the arm, some of us are the eye, some of us are the ear, the leg, whatever. Uh, it's a, it's a, a body of Christ over the course of time. And, but Hank's and,
0: the one that's trying to slap this guy's face. Wake up! It's going to be okay. Yeah. You're just that. Whatever, whatever means necessary. Yeah. I have a friend that, uh, it's my boss, he has a really dear friend that passed away unexpectedly this past year with young kids and uh, talking about rising to the call. And this family's in Austin, but it's his best friend and he passed away unexpectedly and he, uh, anyway, he feels the call to pick up some pieces and be the best father figure for them them kids that's Mm -hmm. left without a dad and i'm just like wow what a sacrifice what a commitment i mean even to you tomorrow meeting with that young man what a commitment to step in and try to help further that i mean he's had an encounter with jesus obviously no oh, no question yeah but there's still work to be done
1: and there's work to be done in all of us you know i mean it can be somebody immature in the faith but having their struggles and needing the support needing the assist and the fact is that we're all, we all essentially are kind of going back to that, to that TikTok. Our slap, I mean, we're called to slap each other and shake each other, you know, um, from we're picking up where Jesus started. Yes. And, and, and we are the hands and the arms and the mouths of Christ, right? But we're continuing on with Christ's work. To, to do these things to help each other along these ways um or to help the lost, you know to help the lost. maybe somebody started ministering uh you know cap going going back to Kat Von D, she said people Christians earlier in her life couldn't answer these hard questions she had. Then she made friends with somebody that was able to answer them for her and and
0: and no fault to those people that just couldn't answer no. her questions. they were just like, oh. well yeah, we,
1: clearly those seeds were being planted yeah. earlier on or she they weren't able to help her get there, you know, and it's ultimately the Holy Spirit that leads one's heart to repentance. Um, so we can take comfort in that. It's okay if we don't, as long as we're putting ourselves out there and helping uh, people to have the seeds planted, <laughs> don't be discouraged if they don't automatically come to Christ, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but definitely be ready, I think, to pick up if given the opportunity and there's nothing more fulfilling, you know. Gabe, I think you've gone and sat and had lunch with people and done stuff like that and, and uh, been willing to pick up. Always. Yeah. Oh, it, it can be anywhere. I've had so
2: many conversations with people yeah. that I both knew and didn't know. Yeah. And I always wonder who who came before me. Who's already been telling them something about Jesus because they know the name of Jesus when I have ever said, as I'm sure with everybody who's ever witnessed or ministered, if you say Jesus, people know who it is. So I always it's always wondered or it's always crossed my mind. I wonder who else has already poured in a lot of effort Mm -hmm. to help this person to understand what's true and what's not and to know what Jesus has in store for them. Mm -hmm. But it's. The, the, the funnest part for me is always going to be as the conversation develops, since you feel that they, they start to understand a little more than they did when you started and you start to see, they recognize yeah. a little more about who God is. You see there, you see the light
0: start to come <laughs> on. Yeah. I just wrote down, uh, because you referenced it. I wrote this down that so many times, and you know, those people that need to meet with you and it's never convenient never I mean like you have plenty to do tomorrow yeah. and I wrote down it's so satisfying and worth the inconvenience because
1: yeah you never just kind of never like, regret oh. it when you're done yeah you yeah.
0: kind of almost feel a little obligated to be there and you're just like man I got to go do this I know it's the right thing to do but you're not just jazzed up about it you're prayed up you're not maybe jazzed up but you walk away and you're like man I think God did more for me in that yeah, than, than for that yeah. person yeah yep,
1: yep. Yeah, no question. Yeah, you never walk away wishing you'd have, you'd have done whatever you were planning to do in the first place.
2: I was talking to a guy yesterday. Um, he he actually, him and his team remodeled Carrie and I's house. And he's a realtor now. We were talking and he's, he's had some stuff that keeps him from wanting to go to church. He loves God and he, he's got a different light in him now than he did some months ago. Just neat. But um, he, 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 the resistance about church for him is something different. And, but the more um, I started to talk about, well, how, how should you go to church? You just go sit on the back row? Or do you go participate in helping and in serving somewhere in that church? Mm-hmm. There's a vast difference. Mm hmm. It doesn't matter if the church is 50 people or 15,000 people. If you're not a part of the church and serving in different capacities, at least one capacity, you're missing what it is all, what the church is. Because then you just, you could just as easily listen on the radio to some pastor. If you go in there, sit on the back row, listen, and then leave, well, you're not getting ministered to. And so I, I crossed his path at a point where, his heart is glowing for God, but he still has some resistance to stepping fully into church. He, the you know, some of it had to do with money, you know, the good old, you know, people misusing tithes and offerings at the church he was at, mm-hmm. and that'll sting people. So, and and then some of it had to do with somebody he knew being physically assaulted there in the church by a pastor in, in some church somewhere. And, I, you know, I'm like, uh, you know, we, we, that's where I was picking up from <laughs> and watching, you know, his sort of countenance change as we talked about serving and all the different. Some people are camera holders at our church. They hold the camera and some people hold the door. And some people tell you where to park and some people work with kids and some people do accounting and just all the different things. I'm like, you can't know the other people and their stories and how God brought them unless you work with them.
0: I don't know how relevant this is, but I know you both love Francis Chan. Yeah. Mm. And uh, he's got a little clip about, you know, because we encounter people all the time that, well, I don't want to go to church because of this. Well, this church does this and this church does this. Mm. and Uh, it, it happens all the time, but it'll really rock your world to see this clip because he has this bottle and he holds it. And he's like, the problem is, is we keep coming here and he keeps sucking on this bottle and he's, it's kind of weird, isn't it? He says, but at the end of the day, man, get off the bottle. This isn't about you. It's not all about you. There we go. It's about the kingdom of God and furthering mm-hmm. that and reaching the lost. And you come in here and you're expecting something from me. You want to be yeah, fed. True, it's yeah. time to get this, off the bottle. Off and I was bottle. like, wow, yeah. man.
1: It's not about yeah. you. <laughs> it, yeah. it, it, it's like. I think that is the mistake. What can I get out of it? Is the children's ministry perfect? Is the worship yes. service perfect? Is, is this and that? You know, what is this where God leads you? And if it is. Then get there. What can I do to bless those around me?
0: There is a perfect God that we're supposed to be pursuing.
1: Nobody else is. He's
0: the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yeah. And if you walk in there looking for a mistake or a problem or a a chink in the armor, you'll you'll find it. it. But if you'll go in there looking for an opportunity to hear from the Lord, you can find that also. Yeah. It's just what are you looking for? Get in there get in there. I just counseled a guy at work this week about that. It's like, dude, just an employee situation, and I mean, he wrote him up like the day after this employee filed a complaint with HR. It's just kind of comical, and I had to go back and say, hey, man, you got to be careful. Like, if you'll look for opportunities for this guy to win, and you'll celebrate those wins, like, you have to determine what you're going to look for today. Are you just going to look for every opportunity for him to mess up, like, like I caught that, I figured I'd get edited out by Bar- Barfield. Are you looking for an opportunity for him to mess up or to win? But you'll find what you're looking for. So just decide mm-hmm. what you're looking mm-hmm. for. If you're looking for a win, you'll find one. If you're looking for God, you'll find him. You'll find him. But are you just going to walk in and criticize the operations of the church, mm-hmm. the business aspect of the church? Which
2: I can't get on enough about selfishness. Oh, <laughs> selfishness. I Selfishness to me if I had to pick a worse sin, I'm like, selfishness has got to be up there with pride. They're, they're so close together. And selfishness blinds people. Well, they're just thinking of themselves and, and their hurts and their stuff. And I'm like, you've been released from that. If you have Jesus in your heart and the ruler of your life, you've been released from that. Step on into the next part. Start thinking about other people and, and what what you were created to do to help others.
0: I heard a pastor preach a message called, We Don't Do Tacos. And he was just talking about that people walk into a church like it's a buffet, yeah, and they're looking for what can feed them. And it's like everybody rushing to the food cart on a train, and they're all they care about is what's on the buffet. Yeah, if,
1: if you think about, it, I mean, in the church, that's the best place to have an opportunity to help people to pick up where other people left off. Man, there's hundred new people that come. Why? Why? Why are they just now coming? Because they're that's a way of reaching out, right? Man, you could be saying, "I need more. I need." I need to, I'm coming to this church because I think this church might have what I'm looking for and what I need. But let me ask y'all this. Would you rather, which would y'all rather be part of? The first part? Where it gets left off and it's not, the work's not done yet? Or would you rather be on the back end? Like I'm game to be either one. But my favorite part is if I get to be on the back end and I get to help somebody, to you mean the get them across there. the finish line? Yeah. Help someone
2: across. That's the almost
0: finish. like the you. Finish. It's almost like even in our businesses, you have people that can generate the lead, but you can, then you got to have a closer right that can yeah. close the deal. Mm-hmm. Would you rather generate the lead and get them going, I'm, or I'm close the, other the deal? Side.
2: I, I like the start it side.
0: You'd rather get, start the the process with someone like a, a unbeliever. Or you'd rather yeah. deal with the unbeliever.
2: Yeah. Yeah, because they don't, they don't know. They, they are, they're conflicted or confused one or the other because they've heard of Jesus and then they've heard of God for sure. And sort of some have heard of the Holy Spirit usually, but that gets real tricky for them. But I'm like, Jesus, this is the, this is the guy that went the distance. He's the only person that went the distance for us you will not find it anywhere else in existence this only guy did this and this is a question for you of where is your faith or what do you believe it's true what happened but you you got to get there and, I can, and and you're you're right now you're walking alone you are walking all by yourself but you don't have to be
0: i can so see that even between the two of you gabe and hank because Everybody has their strength. Like like if I needed, I mean, literally, if I was being a horse's rear and I really just needed somebody to slap me and get me back in the line, I'm calling Hank. Because even when we have our pre-show arguments, we always get into some debate about something. Mm -hmm. Who's the guy that's going to hold the line? Like right is right, wrong is wrong, black is black, white is white. I mean, that's Hank all day, every day. But I can see why you would love that, because you want to take that broken person encourage them and love them, and Hank's just like, hey, dude, what you're doing sin. Get your tail in gear, (laughs) let's go. But you you got to have both. You have to have both. It does take
1: all kinds. It does. It definitely does. And I probably like the whole point. And I probably like
0: being the guy in the middle that's, you know, Picking them up and encouraging them and you're got what it takes. It's gonna be okay. You're gonna make it to well, the there's no <laughs> probably
1: to that. Yeah. yeah. I love you're, that part of it. You're the prince of grace.
0: <clears throat> yeah. I love, Christ
1: I is the king and Jared's the prince. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> and, that's and good. Gabe's right there with him. Yeah.
0: That there is it, definitely is. we is are the- three different That's the uh Gong no, from that's burn the burn whom the bang, bang That's the gong Well, you can tell when
1: there's somebody new on the show. <laughs>
0: that's the uh, heavenly gong. <laughs>
1: you just did that right before we started and you were like, Oh, I'm not doing that again. No,
0: I slapped the table and it Don't wouldn't do it. No, I'm well, not It takes like
1: an hour for it to put <laughs> <Yeah. program. laughs> But
0: what you know, just so the listeners know a little bit about us is we are, I mean, we're super great friends. Y'all are brothers. I feel like I'm a brother. Yep. yep, yep. Uh,
2: Absolutely. We are
0: super tight, yep. but we are so completely different, different, All three of us. Oh, yeah. All it's, three
2: of us. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, crazy no. different. It, and I'm surprised sometimes we can make it through without getting hot,
1: heated at times. Oh, we usually get a little heated before we ever get started. Yeah. But then we compose ourselves. You got to do the right. It has to be about the Lord, not about. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's times where I'm heated right in the middle of the show. Those Um, are
2: honestly,
0: those are my favorite moments. And I'm too naive to read it.
1: Yeah. I'm just, well, I, I try to get better at just kind of being like, well, the. The show must go on. That's right. You know, I don't mean that in actual show, show step, but I mean, yeah, you know, we're here for the Lord and we're not here for ourselves. For ourselves and, yep. You know, continue Suck to talk up. about the Lord and you move on, you move past it, you know, and it's great. Let me read this scripture real quick yeah, Whoa, for us. Let me grab my glasses first. It's good to be stretched. All right. This coming from 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 5 through. I believe it's eleven. What then is Apollos? What is Paul? Servants through whom you believed is the Lord assigned to each. I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. So neither he who plants nor he who waters is anything, but only God who gives growth. He who plants and he whose waters he who waters are one, and each will receive his wages according to his labor. For we are God's fellow workers. You are God's field, God's building. According to the grace of God given to me like a skilled master, like a skilled master builder, I laid a foundation and someone else is building upon it. Let each one take care of how he builds upon it, for no one can lay a foundation other than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ.
0: That's powerful. Oh, I mean, it's amazing. I mean, when you when nice. I hear that. God did his part through Jesus and laid the foundation. And so for us to think there's not work to be done, you know, the clip we saw was, you know, somebody didn't get to encounter Jesus and get healing, but the foundation's been laid. And for us to think that it's all on God to do everything, I mean, obviously God's the only person that can grant salvation through his son, Jesus, but we're to be the vessels that he uses. And I don't know that that scripture was powerful. That just really, that really hit home. And, and how many times can we get a work started and then the dude or the lady checks out on us and we're like, what did I do wrong? And it may have been that we were just a water for a season and somebody else is going to pick up after that. Yeah.
1: It's not on us. We're never going to say everything perfectly. Um, it's all in the hands of the Lord. Christ is the foundation. It's just, it's up to us to, to lead the horse to, to water, right? Can't force them to drink. Can't force them to drink. You know, somebody else, maybe that animal chiropractor that comes along, pops their neck and helps them to drink the water. You
0: know. <laughs> or they're or they're the Hank that just grabs them by the neck and forces their No, head. I'll, the like, I'll
1: like sit on their head. <laughs> you it's will like, drink. Get, you're gonna get in that water. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and according to Gabe, you're not gonna cry about it either. <laughs> that was from last week. We ain't gonna you ain't gonna cry. You can't cry. cry you, oh you, no. Once you get the smack down, like Oh no, you're, yeah. You're getting Did in the water. Cry? Did you cry? Did you cry? Did you cry?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You can breathe. You're all right. What was it? I I remember I was wrestling one time, and this guy had a guillotine on my neck, and I thought I was gonna die.
0: Yeah, when you can't
1: breathe. And the ref kept. I was trying to get. I was just ready for this match to be done. I knew there was no getting out of this thing. I couldn't get my shoulders around to the mat to where it would be over.
0: You're like, I'm gonna let you. I was telling the ref, I can't breathe. I can't breathe.
1: And the ref actually said, if you can say I can't breathe, you can breathe. (laughs) You're like, oh, God. I was like, I felt like everything with stars were starting to appear. I was like, oh, my gosh. I never got put in a guillotine ever again. You can breathe. He said, if you can say I can't breathe, you can breathe.
0: You're like, I'm going to die before I tap out or give up.
1: Yep. So that's been my motto ever since. I'm like, oh, I'll get your head in that water. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if you can say, I can't breathe, I know you're all right. That's right. That's right. Well, anything else? Any well, other I think words of wisdom? I
2: think, um, I don't know about that, but I always like the idea of um, the vision I've always had was when Jesus and Satan are talking and he's like, you know, have you considered my servant Job? Satan's like, they, everybody stinks. Your creation all stinks. And he's like, well, have you considered my servant Job? And to that end, I always thought, well, how can, you know, I be somebody that God could use like that? And I just always have a vision of holding my hand up. Like pick me, you know, whenever some, you know, they say, I need a volunteer in a, a class or something. They say, give me a volunteer. And the kids all raise their hand. and They say, me, me, me. And I, I just like that. Whatever, wherever, whichever one you are, if you're at the beginning of the process or at the middle or at the end as Christians, be available have your hand up and 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 to recognize if there's a part of you that doesn't want to put your hand up, put that in check too. seek that out. Why don't I want to put my hand up? The, that's the stuff that stops people from salvation.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: And so that's that's my, that was my last thought on the whole thing. Keep your get your hand up.
1: Yeah. You're Be
2: ready. Lord. Be ready at all times.
0: Be available. Be available. We've, we've, we've kind of talked uh, for whatever. It's kind of weird how we've kind of got onto this, just being available, intentionally listening, uh, not just trying to, do a touch and go or a pass by people when we see them. Uh, just be available. Just listen. That's it. And just because you never know when God's really wanting to use you. I just think when I hear that, when I say that, I'm thinking, man, how many opportunities have I let pass me by because I'm in too big of a hurry? Yeah. And I'm just not available.
1: You know, it's interesting talking about being available. Would you would you say Jonah was available? Jonah? Right.
0: No, he was running, bro. He he was was running, running. (laughs) He said,
1: Jonah. But you know what's interesting? Let me ask y'all this real quick before we close out. Do you think God had to have Jonah give that message to Nineveh? God don't have to. Or he had never had, he didn't have any other way to give it. He don't have to, nothing.
0: No, not, I mean, no, not. He didn't
1: have to. Like, he doesn't require us to be able to, but, but for our own good, he may force us. Like, you're going to do it. You're the vessel I'm using for this. Oh, you're going. hey yeah, you're going. <laughs> that's a good do point. Do you want to enjoy a comfy boat ride? <laughs> right. Or do I have to Stick tuck you, you in the, the belly, belly of, a of a whale? Fish for three days. Because <laughs> I'm not asking you. It's
0: like, I'm not going to make you go, but I'll make you wish you yeah. hadn't.
1: You. That's right. No, I'm, no. No. I'm, no, gonna I'm
0: not, not going to make you go. No, I'm but I'll make, make you wish you had. No, he did make him go. He made him go.
1: There there <laughs> may be times that he's going to make us go either way. That's a good point. Yeah. He did make him go. There may be times he doesn't. Like it's not us particular that he needs to to get his his will across. It's going to happen. But
0: man, but it's for our good. But he had so can you think about it? i always think about the love and the passion he must have had for jonah Like he could be like okay dude you're just going to miss out you're on a blessing uh, yeah. but he's like no nope. i really love you i want you to experience the fullness of me so get ready dude it's going to get ugly it's coming but we're going to get there
1: oh, yeah. <laughs> oh you're going to go yeah you're going <laughs> i love it <laughs> i'm not asking i'm not asking and if he did it with jonah don't think that he won't do did that with, with us too Oh, yeah. The Bible talks about us not being upset when we get disciplined by the Lord. That means we're going to get disciplined by the Lord. And that's going to come in all shapes and sizes. It's better to just put your hand up, be willing. You call him Lord. That means he's the Lord. Over and you don't want to
0: get to the point where he says, but I never knew you.
1: Oh, goodness. That's a whole. Well, way. that's a whole nother one.
0: That's yeah, right. That's okay. deep. I ain't never going to get to that part. I know that, but... That might be a great topic is just to hone in on that scripture.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Now we're getting into the the deep, deep waters where Uh, the fishies swim. There
0: There you go. go. Never
1: know. Fair enough. Never know. Let's pray. Yeah. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. Lord, we thank you for the people that you bring across our paths. And Lord, we ask that you help us not to reject them. We ask that you help us to be selfless rather than selfish. Help us to put you first by putting others first. And we love and we worship you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Go ye into all the world. And and preach preach the the gospel. gospel.
0: Amen. Amen.
2: scrambled so hard on that. I was like, uh...